Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 76. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. I recall things ended in somewhat dire situations. What are you talking about? It it ended with Morn agreeing to show up tomorrow to save us. Yes, I mean, you you owe him a big favor. Yeah, yeah, we owe him helping him get the warp blade of Landasha. That's right, that's what it was. As well as giving him the one can of cold fusion that was left. Yep. You will be out of cold fusion. Back where we started, anyway. I looked at my character sheet and I was like, oh, I only have one strain. And then you're like, you're in die consequences. I was like, oh, yeah, and 14 <laughs> points of damage. <laughs> well, good news. When we sleep overnight, you'll uh, heal one wound. Nice. Yeah. I think we can start with you guys are sleeping overnight. We've got sleeping bags rolled out in the cockpit section. For a leaf. Yeah. I mean, does Aiden still need to sleep? I don't know how Zerg work. Uh, he says he'll be in the infested building. Lily's room? <laughs> That's where the infestation is. <laughs> Him and Snowball. I will not object since I need to collapse and sleep. Yeah, I mean, you are pretty beat up. Uh, Lauren will be in sometime tomorrow, not necessarily super early. But yes, so why don't we just pick up on the next day? So you recover all your strain and one wound. Wake up to a morning of MRE breakfast. I mean, or hard candy if you want. I've got a lot of it. That, I mean, Snowball's, he's been going through your hard candy supply, though. You've been using them quite a bit. Yeah, that's true. What form is Snowball going to be in? I'm going to say Snowball's in vaguely human form. Is that different from his normal human form? No, it's that's the same form. Okay, so that's what he has. Okay. Just wondering, know. Yeah. you know, there's always a chance of Leaf noticing. Another, there's some other woman on the ship. As opposed to a Lyot. Uh, tell you what, let's see if he notices. Leaves so reasonably... He's not super vigilant, actually. Yeah. He's perceptive, but not vigilant. Uh, this is not super difficult, but this is exactly what Snowball's good at. I thought Snowball was good at extorting snacks. Uh, Snowball has developed certain other skills. Uh, you know, he doesn't notice, because mainly Snowball stays in that room, in Lily's room. Lily manages to step out with keeping the door mostly closed. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you placate Snowball with various hard candies. Leave him in a diabetic coma, because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Guess I could probably collect him some creep while I'm here. You definitely could do that. Instead of feeding him hard candy all the time. <laughs> Aiden's staying here? Aiden was staying in, in the building. So then, could Snowball stay in the building with him? I think, if you asked that like the previous night, Aiden says, like, Snowball's place is to continue to observe. To spy on us. Observe. Uh, it's like, I'll bring some creep over to him in the morning. I, you know, Lily may have been too injured to worry about it last night, but I think she definitely wants to, at some point, see if he is safe enough to be able to just kind of explore around here, since there's a presence that is presumably friendly. That is true. Okay. If he needs to practice spying, he can practice here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zerg already know about this planet. Yeah. I think what he does in the morning you all get up eventually you get out of you have your mres or whatever you exit saffron you go to see snowball uh lily 
You're still like, oh, you want to go exploring? Kind of. He's, he's into that. I mean, if it seems safe enough for him to do it, I don't want to get him hurt or shot or whatever. Right. He steps into like the main room era, area, reverts to blob form, and then changes to uh, like a zergling form. Okay. Um, and then steps outside. So that blends in pretty well here. Okay. And that lets him explore around. You haven't noticed any other threats? I mean, there's one other pirate that's in the wilderness that you let go. And there's one tied up in the factory still? Is that right? We probably would have brought him on the ship, yeah. Onto Saffron? I mean, do you want to leave him alone on... It's your call? It's Lily's call, because Lily was the one who wanted eyes on him. Yeah, I think it's better to bring him onto the ship to have eyes on him. I mean, otherwise, we could leave him in the brig or... <laughs> the brig. I mean... Okay, so you, you take him. Yeah, we need a brig on this thing. You don't have a brig. I mean, you can keep him tied up somewhere, but in Saffron, if you like. I don't think it's good to leave him on the ship. We don't want him sending a mayday call if he regains consciousness. That is true. Yeah. So you tie him up to a post in Saffron? Tie him to Old Red. Tie him to Old Red on the outside. Okay, okay. I, I can work with that. <laughs> Give me vigilance checks in the morning. Uh, can I stand right next to Lily for this? Uh, do you feel like you are standing right next to Lily? <laughs> it depends. Are we making this while we're in the ship or outside? No, this is outside. Then I, I am short range from Lily. Okay. But I, will, I will take my heightened awareness. Blue, blue dye. Uh, this will be two purples and a black. I succeed. Lots of successes. Uh, is this an action or is this a passive thing you're just happening to have us do? This is a passive thing. This is not an action. That's right. You still uh, have that issue. Yes, you notice that pirate fellow. He's like sort of strapped into the vulture. Uh, He has kind of woken up. You just catch him like with his eye open and then like closing it real quick as though he is not awake. Okay. But he has probably woken up sometime in the last half hour and been reasonably alert. Still looks pretty beat up. All right. I failed with two threats, so somehow... I'm helping you, but I don't notice at all. Uh, It's probably you get distracted by some other things. Take the threats as strain unless you need them for something. Uh, No, I think strain is probably fine. He is our prisoner, which means I believe what I do is coercion. Okay. Even if it is offering a deal. I mean, I have him at my mercy. What do you say? We already, like, relieved him of his weapon and, and stuff like that. I will offer him the same deal that I offered Jan, which is we'll let you go. If you go away, provided he gives us intel on Jackson's revenge. Why did he give us intel? Like, I want to know what the standard complement of that ship is. Like, Right. This still kind of sounds like negotiation to me. Like, you're not threatening to turn him over to the Zerg. You're not materially threatening him. Okay. Uh, it's two purples. You can take two blue dice because you have a clearly superior negotiating position. There's two advantages, which I will use to recover the two strain it takes me to do this. But I do succeed with three successes. He's kind of like stuck. He clearly has, he's woken up, but he's not like gotten loose of the restraints. What do you want to know? How many people are on the ship? I, how they're armed. How many successes did you have? I have three successes. Okay, so we'll sort of answer like three relatively simple questions. This is the old RPG trick. Ask him for a million more questions. And then we'll see what happens. He might pass out again. <laughs> These are the things that's most important for me to know. What is the standard crew complement? Where is the advanced technology stored on that ship? And I guess I look to Lily for a third question. Do you have ideas? Well, do we know where the ship is already? You only know it's in system. Well, okay. Jan told us that it's close enough for a one hour response time to a mayday call. Yes, that is correct. 
So what Lily might suggest, what's the protocol response for a mayday? Okay, that makes sense. You ask how many people, he kind of looks as you like, depends who we picked up recently. Could be between a dozen and two dozen. Uh, I guess though, uh, minus five. Wait, is everyone else dead? Jan's wandering around out there somewhere. Jan's wandering around. Well, she'll probably, she's pretty tough. Uh, then you ask, where is the advanced technology? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to tell him, hey, we're looking for your psionic blocking device. Right, right. Uh, he gives you, like, well, crew quarters are mostly in the back. Captain's got his own quarters up front near the bridge. I guess secure storage is in the central part of the ship. So if you're entering from the back, you know, walk into the central hallway, take a left, or right if you're coming from the other side of the hallway. Uh, he gives you, like, a, va- a general... Okay. Description. He's like, if you start in the back and head towards the front, you'll encounter it before you get to the bridge, unless you go out of your way to avoid it. Is this some sort of like armory type place or some sort of like vault? Yes. Okay. Oh, the armory vault. The AV. Yeah, the AV. <laughs> it's the AV room. Yeah. They're part of the AV club. <laughs> and your question, Lily, was... What is the protocol for responding to... What's the protocol for a mayday? Right, right. So mostly I'm interested in what they're going to do when they, how long and what they're going to do when they land. Or if they're going to land, what their current protocol is. Yeah, well, it depends what Mayday is sent. If the Mayday is like, Zerg are attacking us, they're going to come in and try to save us. Just the standard Mayday beacon. Yeah. If it's like we're in absolute trouble, they know where we are, they know trouble could happen here, I think they'd come right away. And then... And be ready for, you know, danger. They're going to come out guns blazing. They see something, they're going to shoot it. Advanced you're, scouts. You're talking about like on a personal range level? Or are you talking about like the ship shooting things? Oh, the ship's going to be shooting things. Oh, don't get me wrong, you guys uh, bested us. Uh, but Jackson's revenge is not to be screwed with. I'm surrendering, but clearly uh, the ship's not going to surrender. They got some serious firepower. It is a battle cruiser, you know. So unless you got, uh, your Zerg friends got something comparable. What sort of firepower are you talking about? Uh, this sounds like another question. Isn't it part of the, what's their protocol for responding to a mayday question? Not really, no. I heard there's no protocol is what I heard. <laughs> it, the protocol is they will respond. They will come in guns blazing. They will not be asking questions. Okay, because he was making it sound like there's multiple different types of maydays to send, but Jan just told us you send this beacon and it doesn't convey any information other than we need help. Oh, okay, okay. I, I realized the confusion. Let's say that he was a little confused about like, oh, you're just hitting the mayday beacon versus you're putting in a formal call. Yes, if it's a Mayday Beacon, they're going to come looking for trouble. It's the kind of thing, though, like, it's a Mayday Beacon. Yeah, they might think it's a trap, but we have no reason to think uh, Owen Doors have any suit. They know there's Zerg on this planet. Yeah, they know the Zerg here. They know our team is here. Like, it kind of adds up. That was a risk. We don't think Owen Doors are packing significant firepower. Unless, like, Booker got out a report of any kind before he took down the factory. I am picturing in my mind the dish starting to try to turn and then falling over. There is that. All right. Well, then... I don't suppose I can get some medical treatment? He will negotiate with you. So this does not cost you strain. He's going to negotiate with me with two reds and a purple. Okay. And the black dice, because he's in a warrior position, doesn't negotiate? Yeah. He can't negotiate himself to death or anything in this game, right? (laughs) He does have a despair. So he's like, hey, can I get some medical? Oh, Oh, man. Negotiating to death is kind of what happened to Marshall. Yeah, he does pass back out, actually. Okay. He's clearly overexerted himself. Well, we can take him down and uh, leave him propped up against a bush somewhere. Uh, Yeah, there's trees occasionally around, so you have that option. 
he doesn't have any weaponry and he doesn't have any comms. So if he's lucky, maybe he'll find Jan. You know, maybe he'll take the Zerg up on their offer. You never know. Maybe he'll be a snack. Also a possibility. You're not, you don't recall what Jarvan gliders eat. They're kind of like whales, though. Like they're aerial creatures. I don't imagine they eat things on the land. Yeah, but it, I don't know. They might get pissed off. They might be like killer whales. I, when I said a snack, I was more thinking a Zergling was going to eat him. Distinct possibilities. Okay, you deal with that guy. Uh, I will say Aiden is coming out of the Zerg building. He's flanked by two small groups of Zerglings. The thermos of uh, creep. Yes, he's got a thermos of creep, uh, which he hands to you. They're like, this should help your, uh, your little friend. Where does where he get, anyway? He's around. Aye, that's good then. Yeah, make sure you give him some of this that he can walk on, lay on, that kind of thing. But don't... Don't dump it on him. That's not helpful. He's probably going to go find his own lunch. Uh, yeah, I'll put that in the ship. Aye, that sounds excellent. Did you guys tell Aiden that you were bringing in? Aiden knows that we were calling a Protoss for help. Right. And Aiden was concerned that there would be some friction, and Imogen assured him that, that, there, would that there would be. Yeah. Even if he was just a regular Tyrant. <laughs> Where's your Protoss friend? We'll get here when he gets here. I should hope so. What's your plan for, for getting the Jackson's Revenge here? We'll send the Mayday from the factory ship, and those will try to monitor the atmosphere with Saffron so that we know when he gets in. Aye, that should be helpful. As I said, Blight says he can probably... He can't cause the ship to crash, he doesn't think, uh, but he might be able to force it to land. Bad shape is desirable. Aye, aye it is. Not that I necessarily want more Jarbon gliders blown up, but... Uh... Nay, I suppose not. I've heard they do have some anti-aircraft capabilities, so... You'll force them down, but they won't stay down forever if you don't act. Can we do any kind of pilot check or mechanics check to, like, advise the Zerg on, like, the Scourge should try to aim for on the battlecruiser? That sounds like Lily should be making a check, since she probably knows the most about this battlecruiser. It's the systems that provide lift that I feel. Right. Uh, as a mechanic, that's what I feel like should be targeted. So maybe Lily can make a check, but gets a blue die from Imogen. Uh, I like the idea of a mechanics check and a knowledge zerg check about like how to apply this. Ah, okay. So Lily can do the knowledge zerg and I can do the mechanics? Yes. This will be a three purple mechanics check uh, and a two purple knowledge zerg check. And my tools kit does not avail. No, no, it does not help you in this situation. This clamp doesn't help me? (laughs) What could we use? Yeah. It's just like, imagine the battleship is this clamp. (laughs) I got three successes and two threats. I have two successes. Okay. Uh, working together, you two sort of hatch, uh, and with Aiden as well, hatch together a, an idea about where the Scourge and Devourers can focus. You're pretty sure uh, if they focus on the rear of the vessel towards the engines, that'll force it to land sooner. Most of the weapons are concentrated in the front. Now, the ship can turn, and actually it can turn relatively quickly, even though it doesn't move super fast. Uh, so their troops, their aerial forces, want to stay out of the way of the front as much as they can. Uh, this also means that probably you'll be entering from the rear, if that's where they weakened the metal. Well, I guess the question for Aiden might be, how much can they control where the ship emergency lands? Can they get him with it, get it within a radius? The beacon should be attracting them to a certain spot, so hopefully it's not going to go down too far from here. Yeah, it should be near here, near wherever the beacon is. It's, we'll have some limited ability to try to corral them. If you have a bigger place, you're hoping to drop them down. I'd like to hide Saffron and be ready with the EMP. Aye, now there's a plan. That EMP would be very helpful too. That would sap the reactor so they couldn't fire their Yamato cannon. 
But Saffron doesn't have cloaking ability or anything like that. And if you're not fast enough, they could fire that cannon at you. Can that be well, shot to the ground? Yes, actually, he says. And he says that battle cruisers, they can fire down on the ground as well. They're very flexible. Uh, the Yamato cannon can hit pretty much. And it's an incredible distance. I mean, it takes a long time to recharge. Where'd you learn all this stuff? Or is it just inherited knowledge? A little from column A, a little from column B. I was thinking use the MP after they land. Aye, that would fry some of their sensors. It would buy you more time uh, as well before they set up their anti-aircraft guns. What's the range on the EMP? I'm just worried about stuff from being detected. You probably will have to be visible, in a sense, in order to launch it. The range is not so long. They might be busy dealing with Zerg flyers, though. Unless we can get their ship forced down somewhere with Saffron, like, already camouflaged on the ground. Yes, that would definitely do it as well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If there's some sort of, like, ravine or something that Saffron can be stuck in. Not that I want to climb up a cliff face. (laughs) Or, you know, like... I could drop you off. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you what, Lily, why don't you make an average pilot check to try to look for a good place to hide the ship? The MP launches an EMP missile up to long range. Yes. And we have one per encounter. Ah, but up to long range. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that is what it is. Uh, but your your ship will still be visible to the other ship. Whether or not a like person walking around would be able to shoot it, the ship's guns would definitely be able to hit you. That was the, my next question: is if we could put it somewhere more hidden or disguise it, because then somehow they don't see it coming down. Maybe we cover it with I don't know. That would definitely help. Bushes or whatever. Can we park it inside the infested building and just have a window or like part of the roof pulled back or something? You can, but that'll make the gunnery shot to fire the EMP more difficult. So that's that's the trade-off there. I defer to Lily. She's the one who has to pull the trigger. That's our ride off the planet. Well, what does it look like for it to be in the building? First of all, that's going to be like a hard pilot check to snake it in there. Right. And firing... Whatever gunnery check you're making, you will upgrade the difficulty once and suffer a black die. If I miss, then I miss. I'm more concerned about having Saffron in a situation where it's harder to get her out. The so. reason that I suggest this idea is because the Zerg are already known to be a threat here. Mm-hmm. And so an attack of some sort coming from that building is not surprising in any way. Now Zerg, not normally known to use missiles. Right, but... The Zerg have taken over some sort of Emojin science facility. Oh, it's an infested science vessel. And this is an infested science attack. Okay. So that was the social camouflage I was looking for here. Okay, okay, that that is a pretty good story. I forgot it was a, a science facility that they infested to. Now, Aiden also reminds you that not every uh, system on their ship requires fancy electronics. Metricall, they just have regular Gatling guns. For their main, their primary guns. So those will still be our danger. Yeah, but if their ship can't fly because their reactor's been fried. It'll take time for it to get back down. Most ships, they don't just crash, you hit it with an EMP. They're debilitated, I should say. Well, hopefully your Zerg are doing something too. Aye, you're forcing the ship down so we can do something from the inside. Maybe we don't need the EMP. I'd, I'd like it when it comes down to keep it down as long as we can. Well, it's a, it's a grand idea. And that keeping that Yamato gun offline is... That's worth a lot. Or make it easier for us to get in. Aye, that, that too. And it, I'm not, I don't know what effect it will have on other systems. I'm just saying be prepared that some systems will still be active. Aye. Like I don't know what it will do with the side disruptor. If it doesn't work on that, that's fine. We're just looking for whatever advantage we can find. Aye. 
And remember, brother, the Psy Destructor is not the only thing we have to do here. We have to solve your personal problem, not just your Zerg friend's problem. I we destroy the Psy Disruptor, can call the swarm, and they can deal with the rest of the ship. How fast's the swarm gonna get here? If that ship leaves, it leaves. I don't know. We have to keep make sure the ship stays here then. But I So the EMP missile is a, a missile? It is a, a physical missile. Uh, and it, like whenever it hits a target, then it explodes in whatever electromagnetic pulse that disrupts electronics. In. Can we take it out and just throw it? No, it is too large of a warhead to do that. Okay. What about a flying zerg? <sighs> strap it to a zerg and like send them in. It's too heavy to like strap to a scourge. What about a devourer? What size are they? They're big. What about a jarbon glider? <laughs> a jarbon glider, yes. What is your goal? Just to like further obscure the source? And not have Saffron in a threatened location. What is my goal to make this more complicated than it needs to be? Yeah. <laughs> I was more thinking about making it easier to hit them. Ah. Because how how is Lily going to put this? I want to do the EMP when they're on the ground. All right, you can definitely do that. But if we need to be close by to board the ship... Then you can't be in Saffron ship base long distance away. Right. I I That's a bit of a pickle. I mean, I'm fast, but I'm not that fast. What if Old Red was available? Would you be that fast then? That might do the do the trick. Isn't that the fastest ground-based vehicle that exists in the StarCraft world? Uh, <laughs> yes, it is, actually. Lily just wants to ride Old Red. But as far as sneaking up on the ship, how loud are these things? Uh, vultures are not super loud. They're not especially stealthy, but... Right, but we also, I mean, we can just use that to get you close, and then you come in on sneaky foot. That is a possibility. Could work. You'll have to... You know, ripple red off. Yes. I'm just looking to see what do we have? What do we need? If only we had a wheelbarrow and a Holocaust cloak. <laughs> I have a spider mine. We still haven't looked to see if we can capture any more. This is true. I think some of them were floating away down a river. That is also true. That's right. Your factory is now in the river. We could trap the factory more. Oh, let some of them come off and, in and investigate, investigate and the then factory. It. That could take out some of their forces. It's a good idea. What would get more of their forces out as opposed to shooting the gun from the ship? I feel like at least some of them have to leave their ship. Otherwise, they're not actually responding to the mayday. Like, they don't know what happened to the factory. Aye, and some of them, will, if they want to deal with the flyers, they'll have to set up some equipment to do that. So they might send a team to the factory, a team to set up, and a team to hold, stay back. That might help deal with some of your problems. Our problems, brother. All right, so tell me, in this game, is there anything like I should be role-playing about having three hit points versus having more? <laughs> you have, what, 14 out of 17 uh, wounds? You yeah. don't actually have a crit right now, though. Right. No. You're just beat up real bad. Okay. But it's not like you're especially strange. Like, you have nasty cuts. Okay. Or burns, yeah. Okay, then Lily's going to go... Let's see, is she going to tell you guys before I do it? I'm going to go look for spider mines. So Lily's going to go survey and see what she can find that came off of the factory. Because we never did finish investigating the factory. I Or you know what? Did you guys finish looking through the factory? Everybody searched some part of the factory, but we were mainly focused on medical supplies at that point in time. Right. Nobody tried to salvage any useful demolitions type things. If you're going to go sift around for spider mines, I think it makes sense that Imogen would go to the factory as well. Because if we are going to trap it, I need to examine it mechanically and decide where I think 
its like weak points are to collapse it on them or, or things like that. All right. Okay. It sounds like the gang is going to the factory then to search for spider mines. It's like we did on Redstone 3. Just <laughs> collapse the structure on the enemy without falling off of it ourselves. Yeah. The factory is still there. Uh, it's smoldering a little bit, but the fire is generally out. Uh, so it's not in good shape. Just just say that. Uh, you're not sure if it would take off again, for example. We lock Saffron before we leave, because I, I think I might have been unconscious for it, but I understand there's a person at large still. <laughs> I mean, and you just released another person. You don't want him just walking around and be like, ship is mine now. Well, he was pretty beat up. Oh, he passed back out. Yeah, never mind. But I think Lily was unconscious with the thing with Jan, so she doesn't know what state she's in, and Lily doesn't ever ask questions, so. Right. <laughs> that is very true. All right, so then surveying around the factory, anything that's spilled out into the river, is there anything that we can use? If you're searching through the river, I kind of like this being a survival check. Okay. It's like panning for gold, but panning for spider mines. That sounds awesome. Yes, so I think this is two purples and two blacks, because it's hard to find spider mines in the first place, and it's hard to find them in the river. One advantage... Uh, you spot a spider mine for a second, but it's going downriver. Okay. But you, it, like, it keeps going and you're not able to catch it. And you see it collide with some kind of fish or dead tree and it blows up. Okay. Yeah, you see the explosion is mostly underwater, so it's contained. Okay, so does that use my advantage or can I use that to heal strain? No, you can use that to heal strain. Okay. That is fine. And Imogen, you wanted to inspect what precisely? Well, one, I know whether the spider mine... In is still clinging to its spot. Okay. But two, I want to look at points in the structure that could cause it to collapse, essentially to trap the structure. Okay. I will tell you that spider mine is still there. It is still clamped in, has not blown up. And you wanted to look for weak points in the structure. That sounds like a mechanics check. Give me an average and take a blue die since it's already weakened. But this is an action. Yes. I fail, but there are three advantages here. I have a sort of Rube Goldberg-esque idea for something that would probably be a skullduggery check. Hit me. There's a few dead bodies on this ship, and I'm wondering, like, what would happen if it was, like, attached to a rope in such a way that then, like, it gets freed and goes swinging across the naked room into proximity to the spider mine. Well, I thought you were just going to weekend at Bernie's it. <laughs> that, that's where I thought you were going when you, as soon as you mentioned dead bodies. Yeah. That might work. Because I already know, I already tried several weeks ago. Like, I know I can't extract explosive material from them and things like that. And I know that I failed to rig a remote detonator. So this is essentially using a, a moving organic mass as a remote detonator. I will say you will need a Skullduggery check and someone will need a Knowledge Terran check about what kind of thing will trigger this. Because a, a dead body is cold. Yeah, I don't know what the trend or flow is. Like... We already established that it's set to some old Earth standard that we don't know what exactly it is. Right. So someone will need to make the knowledge Terran check of two purples of like, what does it take to trigger a spider mine? All right. Well, I guess I'll make a knowledge Terran check. Yeah. I'm saying it doesn't have to be Imogen. Well, Lily's all into the Zerg info. I'm the Terran info one. I. Okay. So I had three advantages on the failed mechanics check. Can I use that towards this? Ridiculousness. Were you looking just for one blue die to spend one of them? Were you looking for... I imagine I can only extract one blue die here. Although it is occurring to me that Imogen is maybe not the best person to be doing the Skullduggery-based thing here. That might be Aiden or Leaf. Yes. 
because I don't actually have any skull duggery. Okay. I just have the idea. Right. I have a rank. There you go. Or a lily. But maybe not as much as Leaf the Thief. <laughs> well, they're more cunning than you are. That was why I suggested them. But you could certainly work with them. So I guess I would give them the blue die on their skullduggery check because it was from a mechanics check. So it was from like assessing the structure. Right. You're still making the knowledge Terran check though. Correct. Because the knowledge Terran check is based on my understanding of the spider mind from previously examining it. What is the difficulty of the knowledge Terran check? Two purples. I fail. I have two advantages. You fail with two advantages. You can cover some strain back. Uh, so you're not sure. So it comes down to... Like, you're talking this over with Lily and Leaf and Aiden. You're just going to have to rig up multiple things to hope that one of them triggers it. So it will upgrade the difficulty of the Skullduggery check. Okay. Can they get a second blue die from the advantages on this my knowledge roll? If you are not spending them... If I choose not to spend them to recover strain. Then yes. Okay. Then please, take a second blue die. Okay, so Lily, you're going to make this Skullduggery check. Leaf is going to help you. He has Skullduggery... He has a rank and he has three cunning. So we can use his cunning in your ranks. Me? I have one rank. Okay, so you can get a yellow and two greens. And you'll get two blue dice, courtesy Imogen's uh, thought process. Alright, so we're going to make a dead body swing? Well, That's one thing. You're making a dead body swing. Uh, you're also, there's some other, like in case it's a, a uh, not just a proximity, but a weight sensor, you're going to have something fall on top of it a little bit. Okay, but you said it was just two purple? Said there was an upgrade. Yes, there is an upgrade to the difficulty, so it is a red and a purple. I failed. Two advantages and a triumph. Okay. Okay. You're trying to find lots of ways to rig up this spider mine, and it's just it's just not working. You're looking around for other things you can get to rig it up. Uh, you do find another spider mine, but you don't come up with a good setup that you think is sufficiently reliable and that won't be obviously noticed. Okay. But you do find another spider mine. So we have two spider mines. Two one of them is drilled in. But you have another one ready to go. So Old Red has compartments for spider mines? Yes. What does that do? You can release them as you're driving? Or like, what does the compartment do? Uh, generally, you put them into the compartment, and then there's like a button or whatever on somewhere in Old Red in the console that you can push to release the spider mine. It will drop out of the vulture and drill into the ground wherever it is and wait for a bad guy. Okay. Can I put the spider mine in my bag too? Or are they just so big? That... They're big. They're, they're kind of bulky, but they're not... They're not huge. I'll just bring it out of the ship and put it on the ground because we know we at least have that because we haven't really even scrounged for any other supplies. Yeah, I mean, you've scoured the factory for medical supplies and a lot of it is burnt. Okay, so then I'll bring it out, but it's the only one I find while I'm... Yeah, the only one that's in decent shape. Several of them you saw, like, it looked like they exploded. Okay. Uh, or were otherwise, like, ripped to shreds. Okay, then I'm going to come out and tell Imogen, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> but found another. If you have a way for them to be useful. Well, I mean, there are spider mines. Aye, there are spider mines that I don't know how to trigger. Maybe shooting one with the frying pan will set it off. You're pretty sure shooting one will set it off. That's a standard strategy for clearing them. It provided you can detect them ahead of time. If we were able to load it into the compartment and then drive by and drop it out of the compartment, then the vulture bike will take care of arming it. Is that the case? Yeah, I think that's actually fair, because I said your bike had it had the compartment for these, even though it's like a, it's a modded civilian model, or maybe it was a military model and modded to be civilian. Right. I mean, it could just be a saddlebag for all I know, but... No, I, I think that's a fair thing to say. Okay. Imogen, I think Old Red could... I forgot what the word was now already. Arm it? Arm it. <laughs> well, then I need to get out the welder and the blowtorch. Yeah. 
really Lily just wants to get Old yeah. Red up and going. Yeah. Well, there's no way to do this without Old Red. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So then I'll go back in the factory and see if there's anything else I can find that's useful. Try not to get blown up by the last spider mine that's waiting. Right. Unless it's still there. Is it still there? Could I see it? It is still there. Okay. So like you have to keep some distance unless you want to accidentally set it off. And we think it's set off by organic matter? We don't know? You're pretty sure it's some kind of proximity sensor, but you're not 100% sure and you don't know what the like friend or foe is set to on these. I stand back and throw something at it. A piece of metal or something. You throw a piece of metal at it, doesn't react. Okay. Because, yeah, I'm reckless. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find out. Okay, then is there something big that I could kind of toss over there that might kind of hide it a little bit? It has to just block the view. Okay, okay. The crate that you emptied out of. Yeah. Something that I can toss, but it will kind of obscure it so that you kind of have to go around it to see it. Yeah. Something big enough that hides it. Give me a two purple athletics check. There's definitely lots of debris. There's plenty of debris. You don't have to search for that. Okay. It's a wash. But I think I'm natural. Natural parkour. Totally not going to save this re-rolling thing for time where I'm trying to avoid a spider mine. Eh. I'm just going to do this again. Four successes and a threat. Uh, so you find like a nice big piece of metal, part of a corrugated steel wall or something. You just toss that over in it. For a second, you see the spider mine like it has activated clearly and like undrills and starts moving toward it. But like by the time your metal hits the ground, like it's no longer an interesting target or it is determined it's not an interesting target. It redrills. So you suffer a strain because for a second you're like, oh shit, it's going off right now. I'm like, oh shit, that was dumb. Uh, yes, they can like redrill if they lose their t- track of their target. That's good to know. Okay. Imogen's headed back over to Old Red to see about unmelting um, it. Hi. Imogen, as you're heading over there, you get a signal on your comm. I text some a loose thing of hair back inside my braid. Mm. Since I know I'm about to have a stressful conversation. Yes. I answer the comm. I'm in the system. Transmit your coordinates so I can arrive and solve your problems. I do. I do transmit them, not yes. I do. <laughs> You're engaged now. Are you still working with Zerg? Nothing's changed in the last 12 hours, my lord. Zerg can change very quickly. Something you should keep in mind. Adaptation is their strength. Did you bring yes. anything other than your biting wit? Oh, uh, would you say I? Yes, I have my numerous technological marvels to your Terran minds. It's my Terran mind that I'm more concerned about. Your fragile body shall be repaired with to within reasonable degrees of its limited capabilities. Have no worry. I'll be arriving very shortly. And it clicks. Uh, yeah, so you have time to like get to Old Red and start on that. I will say Aiden goes with you, Imogen. Okay. Leaf stays with Lily. Leaf stays with Lily to keep an eye on things. It's just, so you got yourself a vulture bike too. What can I do to help you... Get this thing off here. It's welded to your ship. Well, we couldn't get it slimmed down enough to fit inside, and Lily didn't really want to leave it behind. It's another one of our Marsara acquisitions. Quite the plan, I suppose. It's treated us decently. Fair enough. So he's going to give you a blue dye on mechanics. Okay. In addition to your toolkit, which does apply here. Is this three purples? Uh, I think it's two purples. To uh, You know what? It's a purple and a red, because you might damage old red or saffron. Or myself, apparently. It's... Successful with four advantages, but a despair. Uh, you do get it off, but either Saffron or Old Red is taking a crit. I vote for Old Red because Saffron's already got one. Okay, 
you're being more careful. You don't want to damage Saffron. I need Saffron to get off this planet. Uh, please roll on the vehicle crit table. 77. Okay. Uh, you just damage the hull, the like armor defensive system. You don't have any defensive systems on Old Red. Old Red had defensive systems? No, never. And it definitely doesn't now. <laughs> uh, so this is a, a level two crit. Uh, you can just note. Okay. Let me put it this way. It cannot benefit from defense bonuses until you fix this. If there was something we could attach to it or whatever, we couldn't do that until we fix the crit. Is that... Right. Like if you've got some kind of advanced armor plating or something like that, which you're probably not going to get here. Right. But it is a level two crit if you take another one. And that costs materials credits to fix. Okay. That's the other thing. Everything uh, does these days. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, it has no effect other than, you know, making other crits worse. Okay. So you, like, weaken the hull such that you cannot apply defensive plating. Okay. Okay, does that check cover getting Old Red operational, or do I need a second mechanics check for that? No, Old Red is, is operational. It was never broken. Right, but we welded it to the ship. Yeah, you welded it to part of the ship, but it's fine. Okay. That's not called New Red. Yeah, you welded, like, part of the hull to your ship. Then I'll just use the advantages for strain. And these vulture bikes are technically... Uh, they can operate in a vacuum. The person riding it needs to be in some kind of, like, spacesuit, but... You can ride a vulture bike in a vacuum? I mean, if you have gravity. They're so awesome. Like, you could operate them in low orbit on an orbital platform. You could take it to the moon. Absolutely. I'm willing to test that. Uh, so you have Old Red. It is functioning. Who is going to drive it back to Lily? Or are you going to make Lily walk all the way back to Saffron? I feel like Aiden would. Okay. Do you think Aiden has any particular skill in driving? I don't know what stats you've given Aiden. I don't know what stats I've given Aiden either. I figured that it was possible that Aiden had three agility. I think that is likely. I think he did. He definitely doesn't have a rank in driving because on Emoja, other things drive themselves. That is very true. But I feel like Imogen was the planner. Aiden was the doer. Okay. Did Old Red have a sidecar? Old Red was capable of carrying Imogen along with Ollie. Okay. I don't think it was an actual sidecar. It was Rory's bike that had the sidecar. Right. So right. it was just, he took a handling penalty. Okay. So Aiden is driving, but he hasn't driven in a while ever, essentially. Yeah. Uh, he has got pretty quick reflexes, but like this thing's kind of herky-jerky and there's a few more people in it than they're supposed to be. And he's a little concerned that uh, you know, you said, oh, you probably said oops or something when it, or maybe like you curse a little bit when you cut it off the ship and parts of it was broken. Uh, he's a little concerned about that in general. Uh, he fails. I would like a coordination check. This is not an action because it's in response. Uh, just two purples. Just two purples, he says. Just two purples. I guess he's he even also making a coordination he check? He is also making a coordination check. He has two successes, but no advantages to send you up. I succeed with one threat. You do take a strain, as you guys do make it to Lily, but Lily, you're coming out of the factory, and you see they take a turn way too tight. They get thrown uh, from the vulture bike, and Old Red continues on a little ways and kind of comes to a halt. Comes to a stop right in front of Lily. Lily, you have to put your boot up to stop it, but it's not <laughs> It's not going fast by the time you get there. You see Imogen and Aiden kind of dust themselves off a little bit. We made our checks. We both rolled to our feet. Yep. Hence, dust off, not, I'm bleeding everywhere. <laughs> You're right, yeah, Imogen? Actually, we're probably laughing. <laughs> oh, then I probably don't ask. Yeah. I would say it's reminiscent of some scrapes that we got into when we were younger. For a moment, things feel normal, and then we're like, oh yeah, 
I'm about to pass out and you're a Zerg. We're going to load this thing up with spider mines. Then Malorn arrives to ruin the day. Yes. I mean, <laughs> save the day. You were able to load that spider mine. That does not require a check at all. That's all fine. I have two two spider mines. Oh, you had another one in your pack already? Yeah, I had found one before. Then there was the shootout. I don't know how I survived with a spider mine on my back. Yep. She's had it in her backpack this whole time. Okay. You load Old Red with two spider mines. It can hold up to three. Well, we only have two loose ones, so. You only get two loose ones. Then I'll just load them up and then I can put them somewhere. Okay. I can go deploy them at various distances from the ship. It might be better to save that until there's actually pirates on the ground. It's a possibility. One spider mine could take out a whole group of pirates. Because you can zoom around faster than a pirate can move on foot. And you could just like drop off spider mines like right in front of them or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking just maybe one on each side and then maybe one of them would hit, but... I don't want any of us to accidentally set them off ahead of time. Good point. That would be dumb. Give me two purple vigilance checks, everybody. I'm standing by Lily. You are standing, as we established, right next to Lily. Uh, this is not an action, so it does not require strain on your part. Oh, one success and a threat. You guys look up. Uh, you can see there's uh, a cloud of mist, like, off to the west a little ways. Screaming out of that cloud, uh, you see some sort of Protoss ship. Very sleek, long, pointed fronts. Uh, like, maybe it fires twin laser cannons of some kind. How big a ship is this? This is a one-person ship? Is this, like, what the guy on Hyperion had? It looks vague. To your eyes, it looks vaguely similar. It's clearly not the same ship as that. The color scheme is all different, for one. Right, I just, I want to know what the scale of it is. Yeah, it is approximately that size ship. So, like, bigger like the size of a jet fighter, maybe a little larger. Okay. It's perhaps comparable in size, in some sense, to uh, Saffron, but its dimensions are vastly different. Like, this is very long and sleek and not particularly tall. It's like a Naboo fighter? Yes, yes, sort of like that. That kind of variety, maybe a little larger than that kind of thing. Like a Wraith dart from Stargate? I'm trying to remember exactly what those look like, but yes, probably. That's what I was picturing. Uh, You see it come screaming out of this mist, uh, and it's being, like, trailed by a couple different Zerg flyers. (laughs) Oh, that's where that threat came from. Can you do something about that? Just keeping an eye on him, make sure he doesn't cause any trouble. He's getting, he's getting his own escort. Nothing wrong with that. You see the Protoss ship, it screams forward. Uh, it seems like maybe it's a little bit faster than the Scourge. And it does a quick uh, it does a quick loop-de-loop move. It does not actually manage to like line itself up behind the Scourge. But the two Scourge that are like tracking it, they get confused and they blow each other up. So this is going to be a Protoss friend then. That's what you get for harassing him. Comes flying into Zerg space. Invited. Weapons hot. Because we told him there's a pirate issue. I? We were just keeping a close eye on him. No, you're antagonizing him. We have to stay careful. I don't know if you know that I mentioned yesterday, his people kind of been fighting the Zerg swarm for these past 40 years. And I told you that he is coming to help us fix your problem. I. The Zerg, which you told me are all about taking out Minsk now, have been assaulting Protoss space. That's got nothing to do with Minsk. I don't know what that's got to do with Minsk. I know it's the thing that's happening. I trust that it's important. You, brother, need to remember who you are. I know things are changing for you now, but if you lose your humanity in all of this, then you're nothing but a pile of organic matter to them. The Queen of Blades ain't the only one who gets to keep part of herself. It's harsh words, sister. 
I'll make a coercion check if you want. I, mean, I think this, or if you just wanted to make scathing tirade right now, <laughs> you can do that. I can do that as a maneuver. There you go. Uh, sure. It doesn't sound like you're trying to extract anything from him. No. You're just chewing him out. Well, I am. I am trying to extract self-awareness from him. <laughs> uh, I think it still sounds like a skating tirade. Yeah, that's fine. So I succeed. I mean, it's not like I really want him to take black dice on his, his next two actions, but I succeed, so maybe he does listen a little bit. I, look, I still coming to understand there's a lot of bad blood between our people, okay? It's on both sides, which is why antagonism was a dumb idea. I, I quote Lily. <laughs> that was dumb. Look, we're taking our precautions. The Scourge did their job. He's some fancy flyboy, Protoss. He made his point. We'll hold off. Hopefully he's as capable as you say he is. I think I'll, I'll go get the Zerglings ready while you greet your ally. Aiden wanders off. The planet we're on, is this... Are we in the Emojin system? You're in the, like, Emojin sector. It's not the same star system as Emoja, though. No. Okay, but it's it's within the Emojin sector? Yeah. It's within the Protectorate. It's within the Emojin Protectorate space. Okay. It is close to Emoja in a narrative, fast and light travel sense. Okay, then Lily looks at Imogen and says, Zerg space? I don't know. This planet was Emojin. You seen that building. But Zerg are here. And Emojins aren't. Emojins are dead. Either that or they're fled. Because that was clearly an Emojin research facility. And we learned about this planet in school. So clearly, Emojin scientists have been here. That is true. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.